to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have John Klinkhammer on the line, and he's the fund manager over at Clink Loans Fund. John, welcome to the show. Good morning, Adam. Thanks. Glad to be glad to be with you today. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Clink Loans Fund, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and in your career? Yeah. Uh, you know, my dad gave me some great advice in college that has had a huge impact, certainly on that time period and, and since then. he, You know, I was wrestling like so many college students with, you know, what do I study? You know, what do I want to do with my life? And he said, you know, son, the world has changed and people aren't working in the same you know, job for the rest of their life, very seldom. And his advice was get the best training you can with your first job out of college and build great relationships. Treat everybody you meet excellently. Look at how to serve them. And over time, that's just going to help you find, you know, what you want to do and the best way to use your gifts and uh, give value in the world. It was it was great advice. So I ended up picking a company that was, um, it was called Anderson Consulting at the time, now Accenture, which is great overall business training, consulting, technology. It was amazing. Um, and since then, I've uh, actually worked in the nonprofit sector with uh, a youth organization. And then I got into real estate investing, mainly because I was watching a friend of mine who was able to have such a huge impact with his life and a lot of freedom. And it was because he'd been investing in real estate. And uh, so I thought, that's really what I'd like to do. Both my parents were in real estate, but I really wanted to go more the investing avenue. And um, so I've done some fix and flips and lease options and rentals. But uh, early on, I I saw this thing called private money lending or hard money lending and uh, saw what the lenders were making and thought, that's what I'd really like to do someday. And I had an opportunity about seven years ago to jump into this this part of real estate investing full time. And it's been amazing. I, I really love it. And it's what I hope to do for the rest of my rest of my career. That's awesome, um, and I, I love your your story because you went through a really defined um, apprenticeship phase and really to you know hone your skills to get where you're at. Uh, thanks, of course, part in part due to your dad's great advice. Um, you know, yeah. so there's some there's some younger entrepreneurs listening. Maybe they're just getting out of college, or they're you know, like you said, a lot of things have changed. Um, what kind of advice would you give? to that new entrepreneur or that new college grad, or maybe they didn't go to school and they're just going right into the workforce in terms of if they're really interested in real estate and breaking into that market. Yeah. Real estate's a really fun career because I like the, I certainly like working with people. That's a huge part of it. You have to be able to communicate. And for me, that's really, you know, just a lot of fun and engaging and building relationships um, I like that it also has a lot about numbers and kind of a system or a strategy. And what I would say to someone interested in getting into real estate is this. It, it's a huge industry. There's a lot of different directions you can go with it. Um, personally, I think investing, even if someone's going to be a, a realtor or a broker or a mortgage broker, have a very specific kind of immediate income strategy, I would recommend them 
to think about investing even from the beginning. And anybody working in real estate, they're in a good position to do some investing along the way. Start small, build it up, and kind of decrease your reliance on your day job, your income, and create more assets and income with your investments. And working in real estate is just a great way to do that. That's awesome. Uh, great, great advice there. Um, and let's switch it up a bit, John. Um, I want to get more into what you're doing over at Clink Loans Fund. So you mentioned a little bit, um, a hard money lender, but let, let's start with, because not everybody listening may know what that is. Let's start with defining that and telling us a little bit more about the business, please. Yeah, you bet. Hard money um, is a type of private loan, so it's not from a bank. Uh, usually it's short-term money, and we close quickly, and so we help investors get a better deal by being able to close really quickly. We can close the next day or in a week. So this is not your traditional mortgage like what you get on your house. Um, this is very quick and direct. We, most hard money lenders, and what we focus is just investment properties. So people doing fix and flips or rental properties or multifamily or commercial or new construction. It's just the investment side of lending. And um, it's a really great tool for investors to be able to use for that. We're structured as a fund, so actually our main customer is an investor who wants to invest in real estate, but they don't want to do all the work of it, or they'd really just like the income, and they'd like it to be diversified and safe. So we only work with accredited investors, and those are, uh, those are high net worth investors that either have a certain income, over 200000 a year, or over a million dollar net worth. And for an accredited investor, they can put money in our fund then we diversify that money across all of our loans, and so they get monthly income diversified across all those real estate assets. Are there any trends? I mean, you have a different vantage point being on the money lending side. So based off of that, I mean, you know, um, you're seeing a lot of deals. You're seeing a lot of um, a lot of deal flow, um, and you have a, a unique position there because you also have to make the determination on whether or not to, you know, mm. to get capital for it. Any kind yeah. of trends that you're kind of noticing in the market that you care to comment on in your mm. neck of the world? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're Arizona only, so mm -hmm. one helpful thing I tell all kinds of investors is real estate is really a local market. The only mm -hmm. things that are national is like, you know, the banks being able to lend and what national interest rates are, you know, Fed rates and indexes. So really, you have to know your local market. I can comment a little bit on Arizona, and that would certainly yep. apply to, to some states. Um, but well, in I'm Arizona, in California, and just throwing this out there, 40% of these downloads come from California, and we know Californians love to go over there and run up the Phoenix yeah. market. So, so it's, very, it, it's very relevant. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, we've got a lot of overlap between California and Arizona both ways. I, I spend a lot of time in California, too. and uh, Yeah, so Arizona is a hot market, ha ha, yeah, we're hot temperature. We actually finally get our good weather from the year. But, um, you know, in the past, before the run-up and the real estate recession, the crash, Arizona was really dependent upon real estate industry for jobs. So construction and real estate was just a big driver. So we got hit really hard in that crash. Thankfully, Arizona has diversified a lot lately. We have a lot more tech jobs financial services job, our employment is just really strong. And I'm really excited about that for Arizona, of course, because I live here and I'm a resident. I love seeing the city prosper. But frankly, for the real estate market, that's a really good thing uh, that we're more diverse because real estate's all about supply and demand. So our demand, we're the, I just saw a national chart of all the cities in the U.S. And I believe we're second in the U.S. 
greatest wow. population growth over the last year. Number of people moving into Phoenix were second highest. Wow. I think there was a city in Texas higher. And uh, that's really exciting. And I've lived here long enough. I kind of know why. Affordability is a big deal. We have pretty low traffic, certainly compared to California. And uh, we got a good job market. And, yeah, our summers suck, but the weather, the weather nine months of the year is pretty great. So, anyways, awesome. let me try and close that loop for you. I think um, that's an important thing to kind of understand about real estate markets is what's the supply and the demand. And, thankfully, for Arizona, we've got lots of space. We're not constrained by a notion or a mountain on either side of the city. So we kind of just keep growing. We can increase density when needed, which is happening, but we also can kind of expand, and our freeway system and transportation is doing a pretty good job, I think, in general around Phoenix metro area, kind of keeping up with that growth and making good transportation options. Yeah, they're just gonna they're just gonna keep extending North Scottsdale. It's gonna be in the next state soon, right? <laughs> yeah, crazy. I think Phoenix is something like 120 miles corner to corner across. Absolutely massive. I mean, you can drive for close to an hour and a half or sometimes two hours just corner to corner across the metro area. It's like LA that way, you know, and Mm -hmm. I I know Southern Cal is kind of starting to merge into these super humongous metro areas and Phoenix is experiencing something similar. That's awesome. Uh, so, so, John, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on uh, Clink Loans Fund, what's the best way for them to get it? Yeah. Um, our website for investors, so if someone's an investor and going, I want to understand how this works, maybe get some money working for me, uh, that website is clinkloansinvestors.com, and that's spelled K-L-I-N-K, loans, and then investors, plural, dot com, clinkloansinvestors.com. So that's for investors who want uh, information about getting some money working for them in the diversified uh, loans I was speaking of. We also have borrowers. That's our other big customer. These are investors who want to get money. They want to borrow money from us to do a real estate project. Currently, we're Arizona only, but we can refer you to some other good lenders in other states if somebody uh, needs a good referral for that. Our website on the borrower side is just clinkloans.com. K-L-I-N-K, loans.com. And Mike Zins on my team works with all of our borrowers. He'd be happy to hear from you. You can There's phone numbers, emails, and you can actually schedule appointments either in person or over the phone right through our website. I know you use Calend, Calendly, Adam, and that's a great app. Awesome. Um, well, John, hey, really appreciate you coming on the show today, sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at Clink Loans Fund uh, to help both your investors and borrowers. Uh, and for the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, Sean, thanks again for coming on the show. 